From three guys who never had a shot, it's the Walk on Water Boys podcast with your hosts, Addison, Austin, and Clint. On this episode... Oh, you know, just a Saturday youth soccer brawl, but nothing major. Give me a strike Um, call. Well, the problem with umpiring baseball, you've got the trend of kids becoming one sport athletes. Was this a uh, FaceTime movie or did y'all actually go together? No, we actually physically, physically went in person. Well, Austin, we hadn't heard your your top level video game yet. We're, we're really we were. pushing to become the official podcast of the XFL. the walk on water boys podcast i'm addison joined as always by our co-host clint and austin well gentlemen uh it's been uh, another long week we got a bunch of topics to get through uh we want to throw it off uh see how everybody's weekend was clint how about you pretty good can't complain not not too many uh big sporting events to get excited about uh but it was a good weekend austin Oh, you know, just a Saturday youth soccer brawl, but nothing major. Uh, a brawl? A brouhaha? Uh, no, no, no. Did you start? Uh, hypothetically, hypothetically. Did you start? Did you jump up and throw your chair? No, no. He pulled a Bobby Knight. His kid kicked the ball out of bounds. He just throwing chairs across the field. <laughs> I would have grabbed my kid and threw him across the field. <laughs> <laughs> So that was started it. You were you and your no, own time. Uh, hypothetically, <laughs> hypothetically speaking, you sports, crazy times. I'm not speaking of anything specifically. <laughs> oh, all names. So can we compare changed. it to let's, on let's use the scale as the Michigan Wisconsin brawl? And then that's the other end of it being the run our test running up into the stands. Where does it fall on that scale? Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Uh, again, we're just talking hypotheticals. Uh, but youth sports today, crazy man. It's got to be uh, got to be wrangled in. It's uh, I don't know. I was super competitive in my younger days. I was a, a decent athlete. I played a few different sports. Clint, you got your waiters on for this? <laughs> funny. Funny, funny. Yes, rising. No, I was, I was decent. I was nothing nothing special. But I was very competitive, uh, you know, especially getting to high school sports, you know. But I've, I've learned that I am the exact opposite when it comes to my kids playing sports. Uh, I want him to win him i want my children when they play i want them to win i want them to to understand winning is important and we never go out there to lose but i am not the parent that's on the sideline yelling come on little billy kick it kick it you know i'm not doing any of that you're not uh, you're not expecting an mls contract at eight 
age six is what you're at saying. At age six, no. But you're my son is your, playing. You're not making your three-year-old three year old stay two hours after the game to practice because he missed a kick? No, he's he's uh he's suicides already, on the he's, side. Uh, he's already at, at home doing up downs. So <laughs> goes to take a sip of water. You run over there. You slap out of his hand. You don't deserve water. Exactly. <laughs> water is for winners. Drink your sweat. <laughs> um, no, uh, no. Uh, one son, he's in U eight. So I guess they didn't have U seven or do U seven. I guess they do it in six and eight. I think it's how they progress it. So he's. Six years old, I guess, missed the, the, you know, right after the birth date or whatever. So he's playing U8. And this is the time the kids start getting competitive. Absolutely is. You start seeing the separation of talent level, skill level. Um, still, they're seven and six years old. So it's just, it's crazy. And I mean, it's nothing new, right? It's been going on for years. It's just more of a, under a magnifying glass, I guess, nowadays you, you see different things in the media. Yeah, that media. Uh, you know, about, yeah, mainstream media. Mm. About, you know, parents getting into altercations. Mm. I think, uh, who was telling me? I think a friend of mine was telling me about uh, Bluffton County. They have a, a stabbing or something a while back at a soccer field. You know, just some cra- crazy stuff. It's Beaver absolutely County. ridiculous. And Addison, you can... You can attest to this being a uh, being a referee. <laughs> so, I mean, as you guys know, so I've been doing uh, I've been refereeing athletics, both youth and high school, um, and then some lower level college games for years. So, I do baseball, I do football, I did basketball this past season. Um, up can until we chime right in on how much, Can we chime in on? Uh, your knowledge of basketball rules? Oh, very limited. I, I, I and so here's the, so here's the thing. I do have a very limited they have to dribble. <laughs> I have a very limited scope of knowledge on basketball rules. I never played competitive basketball. Um, I, I know rules. That's an understatement. <laughs> However, the reason why I called high school basketball this year is because there is such an amazingly ridiculous shortage of officials in every single sport. Um, and that's that's the entire gambit of levels of play. So, like, from college all the way down to youth sports, there's just a crazy, crazy low number of officials that are willing to go out and call these games. And a lot of that goes back to what you were alluding to, Austin, that, you know, these parents, these youth parents that are just absolutely insane. Um, it, it's, it's, a, I mean, you see every, every week you could, you'll see a new video on the internet where some parent has decided that they're going to go fight a referee on the court. So, so like, two it's, questions, it's crazy. two questions yes. for you, Addison. Have you had to toss a parent from the stands? Have you had to eject them from the field stadium, whatever? And what Can is the best, that first what is the best name that you have been called? I, I don't think, I've never really been called names. Oh, come on. Like, Wait a minute. Is that that video on the internet? Squints? The have base, you been called squints? The baseball umpire. And, the mom's, and the mom's <laughs> like, are you mad because the kids are taller than you? Is that you? That is not me. 
Okay. That is not me. Y'all see um, that, right? As soon as as soon as Austin saw that clip, though, he sent it to me, and he was like, oh, is I, it you? Did you see that clip? <laughs> no, no. Oh, I'll, I'll it's funny. It's just, like, really short guy umpiring behind the plate. And God and, like, bless I, him for getting out there. Yeah, but, I mean, apparently, like, it had been, like, the parents had been chirping with him the entire game, and, like, one of the moms stands up and is like, are you just mad because the kids are taller than you? And it was a youth game, like a like an eight-you game. <laughs> are you just mad because the kids are taller than you? And he's like, I'm out, and, like, just walks off the field. <laughs> he takes the baseballs out of his pouch, just tosses them up. See, Bill, I'm done. <laughs> so, um, I you had to tee someone up in basketball? Uh, no, I did a, um, you know what that is? I had to tee a girl. He doesn't know what that is. I, I had to tee up a girl, uh, halfway through the first half. This was my first ever game. I had to tee her up halfway through the first half. And then because she got, she got the ball stolen and she punched the other girl in the back. She was just angry. Seems valid. So (laughs) teed her up and then. In the uh, the second half, like right towards the end of the game, um, she went to go – or the girl was driving the ball up the court, and she ran up to get the ball and just, like, tackled her. Just, like, straight Same up, girl? like – Huh? Same girl? Yeah, no, I she, I she got suspended for three games. Nice. Because she just – she was just, like – that was – and that was a middle school girls game. I was about to ask you, was it high school or what no, level? it was a middle school girls game. Um, I've no, seen I mean, I've seen a girl take a shoe off and start beating another girl in a well, I mean, You got to work with the game. weapons you're given. That's what I've always said. Um, you got to do what you got to do. But uh, so the first part of your question, if I ever thrown out a parent in the stance, so I've done, like I said, I've done basketball, I've done football. Uh, I really like doing football a lot, but baseball is the one I've been doing though. So I've done baseball for 15 years. Give me a strike um, call. Well, the problem with strike umpiring baseball <laughs> is if you're behind the plate, you are literally going to make half of the fans hate you every single pitch. You got to lean into That's it usually how it works. West. There's two teams playing. Well, <laughs> but it's not like, you know, it's not like football where I've got six other guys on the field. And, like, I may have one call in an entire game that has relevance to the game. But, like, in baseball, if you're in the field, it's not so bad. But when you're behind the plate, every single pitch is going to make somebody angry. Like, it's just – it's – yeah. I have multiple times had to throw – let me take that back. I have had to toss coaches because they couldn't control their parents. So, technically – by the coaches parents are the worst well so technically by the the rule of national high school league and everything we have no authority over the fans like all we're supposed to do is reach out to whoever the game administrator is which if you're a school is usually the athletic director you reach out to them say hey you know these parents are they're being too much i've given them a chance i've given them a warning you need to get them out of here Mm -hmm. um and i've had to do that but the worst situation is when, you know, I, I've got to toss a coach because he's got parents that can't keep it together. Mm. Um, and I've had to do that multiple times. I, I don't like to do that. I like to avoid tossing people. Uh, there's a lot of umpires, especially at the lower levels, uh, 
that just really, really get into that. Like they love throwing people out of ball games <laughs> and like, they'll like, they'll talk about it nonstop. Like if I call with somebody and then call with them again in two weeks, like the first thing they're going to say to me when they see me is, Oh man, you'll never believe what I did like last week. Like, I, I don't care. Like, mm. That's not what this is for. Well, what else are you going to, I mean, what else do you have to talk about? I mean, honestly. <laughs> Fair. Um, <laughs> I mean, we, we can't move Addison. Also, yes. am I wrong? I mean, I think our millions and millions of listeners want to hear your strike call. Absolutely. And your, your strike three call. Obviously, oh, so- they won't be able to see what you, you know, I'm sure it's, it's, you're doing some kind of motion or something like that, but. At least I, let I hear your I strike actually, call and your strike three call. He's got a motionless strike three call. He just stands there. He doesn't move. <laughs> so um, I was taught by some very, very, very good officials. Um, and if you ever see, like if you're on YouTube and you see a, a umpire doing these crazy strike three calls and like doing a split and spinning and all that kind of stuff, they they that's not no that's not the way you're supposed to do that i think we all obviously know that's not the way you're supposed to do it <laughs> um but you I still have to have a good ring up um i don't i i mean i it's nothing crazy and that's it's why you never move past that's school. why you'll never be famous i've already I already do <laughs> what was the, and that's why no one will remember your name <laughs> <laughs> um my strike call is it's a very simple point and just a very simple. Ugh. That's horrible. Um, and then uh, my, I wouldn't my... go anywhere. I'd be like, you either give me a good ring up or I'm, I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, stay I'm not here until you improve your strike call game. My strike, my strike three call. I don't call balls because that's not what an umpire is supposed to do. You're not supposed to call balls and strikes. You call strikes if it's a ball. You're not supposed to say anything. Um, at the lower levels, I'll you know tell the catcher you know where the ball was so he knows how to tell the pitcher. I, say, to I thought himself. I've heard them say at least in college you can hear him sometimes say like outside or something like that. Yeah, well, and it's not for everybody. It's just he's supposed to be telling the catcher, so the catcher knows where he needs to tell oh, the pitcher. Okay, I got you. Move. I got you. Just the um, picks it up, I guess. On the yeah, and uh, and my strike three call is the exact same strike call, but I give it a punch out, not an intense punch out, unless it's not the swinging you knock the batter out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a string, a swinging strike three. Like if he swings on strike three, I'm I don't punch him out. Like I'm not gonna like that's this this kid has embarrassed himself already. I'm not, <laughs> not gonna not gonna make really. It feel even worse. I, I say it's the opposite. No, well that's why you're not an umpire. You let you let strike three roll down the middle of the plate, boy. I'm a ring. Well, that's what up. I just that, said. If I know, but but you said he already feels worse. I would feel worse not swing. I'd rather swing at a pitch over my head than let one just ride down the middle and not swing at it. Come on. So what's the call? The strike three call is just—it's the exact same. It's just. Oh, that's it. Oh, that's it. Come on. Click. Can we dub something over that? We've got. You've got to step it up. Next week, well, Addison. Yeah, there's we your homework. Want to hear, I want you to come up with three new versions of your strike calls and your strike three calls i'm right, gonna tell you which I one again I, I will we will workshop three new strike calls season's about the, to start you'll be ready there was the one umpire we had the all fans will cheer high school you with your strike three call this year that would do Both the, sides. the the high pitch and just kept going up the <laughs> do you know one of those 
Come on, you gotta get into it. I don't like. Not, he didn't even say strike. He was like, "Do." <laughs> well, you never actually say strike. Do what? It's just, it's just kind of a grunt. They make. Um, <laughs> oh, my! I mean, so so. Moral of the story. Moral of the story. Bless these people. Be better. That's the moral of the story. Be better. <laughs> moral of the story: They don't volunteer. Austin. The umpires make good money. I'm talking about little uh, league. Yes, so oh, we're yeah. not talking about high school and college. We're talking high about school little league umpires. Rec make league, money. rec league, putting teenagers out there to ref a U6 game. God bless these kids. Don't yell at them. They're making 25, 30 bucks a game. Okay, Addison. <laughs> All right, we can got you feed a fam- Can you feed a family off of twenty five bucks a game? No, you can't you get enough games. 14 year old Jimmy, he's got a hard life. So, guys, the other issue that we come across with youth sports outside of trying to find, you know, umpires and referees because of bad, uh, bad behavior by the parents is you've got the trend of kids becoming one sport athletes and spending, you know, multiple seasons every year playing the same sport, whether it's baseball or soccer or football. Um, and that, you know, that that's not good for the kids. It's not good for their development. Um, but, I mean, it's it's something that's a major issue in youth sports right now that I think really needs to be addressed. Yeah, I think I've heard uh, John Smoltz talk about that. And he really, he really is against, you know, that one sport athlete year-round and, and he really does not like travel ball leagues. You know, he talks about how it's it's much better for the kid to, through developing to play multiple sports uh, growing up. So, you know, I mean, obviously John Smoltz knows what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, I will. And I, see, I saw a graphic from uh, the Super Bowl with a breakdown of percentages of you guys in the Super Bowl that, you know, played one sport versus playing two sports versus playing multiple sport or more than two sports in high school. Um, and I think it was like 87% of the guys playing in the Super Bowl played at least three sports in high school. Yeah, I would say, um, you and know, there was only popular, was, popular sports. The, the first two that come to mind, typically you hear they play basketball, you know, football players. They play yeah either basketball and they excel at, or they also excel at wrestling. Well, so wrestling, so we didn't have wrestling in, in our high school. Um, But there you go. That's why you're not in the NFL right now. That's right. That's the only reason I'm not in the NFL right now. That and uh, two feet of growth. (laughs) So I guess we'll transition now into our next topic. Uh, Austin and I, Went to a movie over the weekend. Went to see the uh, new nice. Uncharted movie. Was this a FaceTime uh, movie, or did y'all actually go together? No, we actually physically, physically went in person. Physically uh, went in person. Amazingly yeah. enough. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I went and saw the Uncharted movie, which obviously is based on the video game series. Worst game in uh, the Uncharted. Video oh, my games. goodness. <laughs> we'll cut that out. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. So, I mean, thought, thought we'd talk <laughs> a little bit. So, we're not going to... So we're not going to talk about uh, the movie itself. I don't think Clint has had a chance to see it yet, unfortunately. No, I haven't. Um, and we don't, want to, we don't want to spoil anything. So we're not really going to talk much about the movie itself, but wanted to kind of bring up the topic of, you know, video games that have been turned into movies, how that's played out, 
maybe what some of our favorite uh, video games over the past number of years has been and just kind of get into that and uh, see where everybody's head is. Well, first of all, I am a huge Uncharted series fan. And I believe that I go back and forth. Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 4 as the best video game of all time. You I know Austin disagrees. <laughs> I know Austin disagrees. But so obviously, I'm, I want to see the movie. A little disappointed with the casting. Uh, but I have heard it's, it's a good movie. Uh, just, you know, maybe doesn't focus as much on the, you know, staying true so, to the characters from the video games. Are you I don't know, man. Are you we, speaking ill of Spider-Man or Marky Mark? Well, see, I think I think what Sony did was smart in a way where they already have Tom Holland on contract and they know he's going to bring people to the theater for the movie to make money. So that was an easy choice for them. The one I don't get is Mark Wahlberg is Sully. That didn't make any sense to me. Too well, young in, in the yeah, way too young. Yeah. Well, if you're going to build out a franchise, it's going to take ten or fifteen years. Got to have somebody young enough to still live. Well, too, and, and two, if you've played the Uncharted Four game, you kind of get. We haven't. You, you you can get the. <laughs> I have. You can get the the younger Nathan Drake with Tom Holland because that's how Uncharted Four starts out with a younger Nathan Drake. Um, but I still don't get Mark Wahlberg overall as as Sully. Okay, um, so nothing against Mark Wahlberg. I like Mark Wahlberg, but so before you, we go, cast? who would you? Yeah, cast? I was going to say before we go into any more conversation, who is your perfect casting for both of those characters? Pierce Brosnan, Nathan Fillion would be the perfect casting for Nathan Drake. Well, he was in the film. Okay, I haven't seen the movie yet, but he should. Was he Nathan Drake? I don't know who that is. Actually, is that the guy? Wait, man, he wasn't in the movie. Off? The guy who did the voice. I think oh he no! Was in the, film. the guy, the oh, guy who no, no, did no. the He's voice. Nolan yeah, there was a cameo by the guy who did the. Uh, I think it's Nolan the voice North for the character. Like uh, no, Nathan Fillion is not that person. Austin is. Is that the uh, the guy? He's been in a few TV shows. Yeah, he's been in a few TV shows. Yeah, I think the last one he did was the one where he was. was he like a writer or something like that. The he... Mentalist. No. He was the. Uh, was he in the Santa Castle? Castle, they're all the same TV show, it's just got different yeah, names, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you've been in a bunch of TV shows, but yeah. him as Nathan Drake would have been good. Are you the lead character in Firefly? I, I would say if this movie was like 20 years ago, I think Gene Hackman could have done a good Sully, but I don't well, know. Well, well, I don't this, know this about is him now. 20 years ago so yeah i know i don't know who would be a good sully but not mark Wahlberg. what about pierce brosnan austin just saw pierce brosnan in the trailer for this movie coming out and he looks old and grizzled and austin's yeah. like i want to see okay. pierce brosnan all the time i played a little bit of that that just horrible game yeah, but wasn't it uncharted 4 yeah i think so yeah see that's why and i tried to explain to you that this to you wish you wouldn't uncharted 4 is it going to make sense to someone? They're not going to appreciate the way the game starts. Unless <laughs> a you video play game. Right? I can appreciate the fourth movie. <laughs> I mean, the fourth video game. Yeah. Try to explain this to you, Austin. You can't understand. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to understand. I can the way appreciate they... gameplay. 
Yeah, no, but it's really the opening of that game is nothing like the actual gameplay of the Uncharted series. That's true. Well, I made it through 15 minutes and threw it in the trash. Yeah, that's and I tried to explain that to you. You couldn't have, I mean, you could have gone back and played Uncharted 3. Seems like it would have been fine. But still, back to, back to, you know, I feel like Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 4, I go back and forth about. What's the best part of, of Uncharted 4? What's the best, best part of Uncharted 4? I know 100% the the correct answer to this. I'm going to see what you say. I'd honestly, I'd have to play the game again. 100% best part of it. After you win the game, you can go back to his house and you oh, can oh play yeah, 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 and play in '64 um, Crash Bandicoot. Crash, yeah, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, the Naughty Dog. Best part of the game. Yeah, that was cool. That was. Oh, cool. I did see the Naughty Dog sticker on the suitcase in the film. Yeah, there were a couple of Easter eggs like that. Yeah, they um, obviously, I mean, if you want, I mean, I don't know. What's y'all's thoughts on the chart? Well, Austin, we know his thoughts on chart, but I gave you my favorite video game. So, what would be y'all's? Some dude next to me fell asleep in the theater. Started, he he really did. He started snoring, and I thought it was Austin, (laughs) but it wasn't. I'm surprised Austin went and saw it because I know his hatred for the game, even though I feel like it's it's not warranted because he chose to play the fourth game. Our buddy John, it was me, it was me, and the popcorn fell on my hand. So, but I mean, uh, I mean, to me, Naughty Dog is is I'm a fan of Naughty Dog just because not only the Uncharted series. I haven't played The Last of Us too, um, but I would put The Last of Us up there as one of the greatest video games of all time as well. The Last of Us was really good until uh, the the like zombie creatures started showing up, and then I couldn't beat that level, so I quit playing. What? <laughs> They show up pretty early, don't they? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. So you, <laughs> it's really good until then, and I stopped playing. That's when you lower the skill <laughs> level, Addison. I don't believe in to beginner and then using crutches <laughs> in a video game. And and then uh, and then obviously a big one here in the last I don't know five years maybe, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. I would put that up there as well. That was a good. One. The original Red Dead Redemption was really good. Yeah, that one was good. Um, yeah, I remember renting that from Movie Gallery. Yep. Holy yep. moly. Oh, yeah. That's right. For, I guess, a PlayStation? PlayStation yeah. 2? Yeah, I don't know what that would have, what that would have been on. But, yeah, Red Dead yeah. Redemption 2, I would put up there as well. That was a good one. Um, I've always been a fan, and it's kind of gone – hasn't been as good recently, um, but the Assassin's Creed um, series I've really enjoyed. I've got the, the newest one. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I've been playing, and that's kind of back to the original, uh, you know, way that they did the game setup, which I've really enjoyed. Uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which was the pirate one, was one of my favorites. So well, that kind of ties back. Is that when you were in the punk band, Assassin's Creed? And you were in a punk band. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Oh, they. Uh, so, what did you yeah. think about the Assassin's Creed movie? It was terrible. It was terrible with Michael uh, Fassbender. Fassbender. Yeah. It was, and I was actually really excited about that casting. I think it was a good casting. Um, I think what they did with that, which they didn't do with the Uncharted movie, which I appreciate, was in the Assassin's Creed film, they tried to pull in everything they had done and make it fit into one movie, hmm. which just didn't make sense. Now, if they would have gone and had 
the original storyline from the first Assassin's Creed be a movie? I think it would have been great. Meaning what? They did multiple time periods? They did. They So throughout the, the Assassin's Creed series, you learn more and more about like what the actual story behind it. So the machine that they're getting in to go back into the memories of the ancestors of the present day people and why it's important and all the Templars and the, you know, it's, it's a whole really long drawn out storyline that it, it really, it takes shape over multiple games. And like each game gives you more information about the actual overall backstory. Um, and I think they tried to pull a lot of that, like way too much of it into the movie. Um, and then it was set up as a series um, that kind of mirrored the games. I think it would have been considerably better. You know, a game I really enjoyed and would love to see it redone with better gameplay, uh, the Godfather game. I th- they tried to do that with Mafia. Yeah, but I say, wasn't that Mafia? No, they had an actual Godfather game. Oh, did they? Okay. Um, it was exactly the same as Mafia. Okay. Well, like so they, were literally, they were the same game. So what's y'all's thoughts on... Well, Austin, we had not heard your, your top-level video game yet, but after that, I'd also like to hear best movie based on a video game. So top-level video game would be... Like new-gen new gen video game. Yeah, it would have to be Call of Duty... Of- uh, Modern Warfare 2, right? Modern Warfare 2, yeah, that was the best. best, the best. That was a good Doing Call of played. Duty, that was, I think, the best. Yeah, that's the best day. game I've ever played. Movie based on a video game? Hands down, Super Alone Mario Alone in the Brothers. Dark. Super Mario no, I'm Brothers. Sorry. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers. Brothers. Are they redoing that? Bob Haskins. John I've heard Lizama. that they are, yeah. Because I think I saw like Chris Pratt's supposed to be in it or something like that. Yeah, he's supposed to be playing Mario, and people got upset because <laughs> he's playing Mario, which I don't understand like, who why. They, who would they cast for Mario? I, I mean, honestly. I Bob, I mean, Bob Haskins was pretty good. <laughs> oh, jeez. Addison, um, what's your, what do you think the best? I said, <laughs> I said uh, Alone in the Dark, but uh, did you never? Uh, that was an old PC game that we Alone used to in play. The dark? Alone in the Dark. They made a movie on that? They did. They did. It was basically a movie by title only associated with the game. It had nothing to do with the game. Mm -hmm. Um, But they did make one. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm kind of excited to see how the new uh, Halo TV series goes. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think that that's got some potential to be good. Well, speaking of the TV series, uh, I didn't even bring up The Last of Us. HBO is doing a the uh, Last of Us series. I'm not sure when it starts, but I know they. Uh, I know it's supposed to be. I think next year, maybe it starts next year. So that'll be interesting to see how that turns out. I mean, that could be good. I'm I'm trying to think if there's anything that kind of jumps out at me as a video game that got the transition into a movie that was really good. But I mean, there's nothing really that really stands out. What about you, Clint? Mortal Kombat. I would think, I, I think they're getting a little bit better and the, the new Mortal Kombat was, was pretty good, but the original Mortal Kombat movie, 
I think yeah, is absolutely. the best video game movie of all time. Better than the new one. It's better I than still, the new one. Yeah. I but the, the new one was one. definitely better than the second one. Yeah. The Mario original. Brothers is top, but I'd put Mortal Kombat a close second. Not, I think uh, that, no uh, Jean Claude Van Damme Street Fighter nah, fans. That was awful. A lot, like of his, a lot of his movies blur into one. Yeah, don't they? <laughs> well, no, I, but I, I thought the new Tomb Raider was good. I thought that was a good movie. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I pulled the up one with Alicia, Alicia Vikander, uh, Michael Fassbender, uh, his wife. The, um, she's in it. She's the Tomb Raider, Laura Croft. And I, I thought I, I liked up. her better as Laura Croft than uh, Angelina Jolie. What? I pulled up on the Google machine. Um, Here we go. Couldn't do an episode some, without the Google machine. Some movies, some movies that were made into, or some video games were made into movies, and I didn't even think about it. But probably the best is the Resident Evil series. Resident Evil was good. Resident Evil was good. That's, that's those great. those movies have been great. I've really enjoyed them. Yeah, they've I've done never like seen one. five or six of them. Have they? They've done a ton of them. They've done a lot of them. They just um, did a recent one. Didn't and I like the. I actually like the movies better, and I like the video game. Yeah, I agree. I wasn't that big of a fan of the video game, but the movies were, were pretty good. Now, Resident Evil was definitely up there. Raccoon um, City, is that the Resident Evil? Sonic. I enjoyed Correct. the Sonic movie. I thought the Sonic, Sonic movie, movie was, was good. good. It was a lot better than I expected. It yeah, the same. Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, I also enjoyed uh, Silent Hill. The Silent Hill movie was good. I haven't seen that one. I don't think, anyways. Trying oh, to see no. if there's any other I was one thinking of Cypress good. Hill, gang. No. <laughs> that's the super bowl halftime show next year hey, they Cypress Hill. <laughs> so perfect jumping off point talking about video game movies uh dwayne the rock johnson uh doing the uh the remake of the doom movie uh a number of years ago uh, he is majority owner of, I think, if that's correct, Austin, you can correct me um, if I'm not, but majority owner of the XFL. Um, XFL getting some some news uh, in the past week um, about uh, kind of exactly what we had been talking about, uh, I think, last week or the week before. We're, we're really we were. pushing to become the official podcast of the XFL. We've had we are, three episodes and key. two of them we've talked about the XFL. I yep. think we Everyone should just target a specific team first so then we can grow into it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but a lot of talk about the XFL this past week um, in regards to them being uh, kind of growing location for uh, NFL talent um, as well. well no, that's, that's not what they are. They, they specifically stated they I am not calling not be... it this. I'm not calling it this, Austin. Easy, guys. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying they specifically said – it is not a a feeder program to the NFL, nor will NFL contracted players be able to play in the XFL. So it's, it's kind of what we were talking about, uh, except it won't be for uh, players in general. It won't be a minor league system. Correct. Right. It won't be, but it'll still be, I mean, it's still an opportunity for those players to go get experience and then transition up at some point. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, everyone's every professional football player's dream is not to go play, you know, in Addison's favorite football league, the Canadian Football League. They want to go play in the NFL. So, yeah. Yeah. Their aspirations true. will remain to play in the NFL, not stop at the XFL. 
for, for um, right now. The biggest thing that I <laughs> let's, that I let's saw see how this goes. The biggest thing that I saw, which I think is just a great opportunity, is uh, the XFL being kind of a tryout league for new rule implementation, um, different ways of you know looking at the rule structure that in the NFL, something that maybe works really well in the XFL can then transition over, you know, in a couple of years to the NFL, which I think, you know, and they've changed rules a number of times in the past years that have been, you know, kind of big changes, but there's always room for improvement. And the NFL rule set right now is got a lot of opportunities for, you know, to be better. So, so I so, think it's so, a good. So kind of like a Petri dish. I refuse to say <laughs> Petri dish because that is a terrible way to explain it. And whoever wrote that article can come on here and defend themselves if they'd like to, but that is awful. Um, but I, I think it's a good, it's a good opportunity for, you know, like, like the major league baseball does right now with the minor leagues where they implement uh, different rules to kind of feel them out and see how things go. Um, the minor league system trying out over the past number of years, randomly here and there doing um, like balls and strikes being called automatically by the, the AI system, um, that kind of stuff, which I'm against by the way, but I think it's a good opportunity to try out some, some rules that could potentially be a benefit to the NFL. I think they're going to have the same rules as the pro bowl. <laughs> Touch football. All, so hear me out. So touch football, but all games have to be played in Hawaii. So they know Addison's a fan every week. Okay. They've got to put a team I'm buying in season tickets. <laughs> I just want to see them start the game like they used to, where the oh, yeah. fastest player run sprint to get the football. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think that's cool. So you know we talk about. You know, talking about rule changes and that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, they were moving the kickoff up in the NFL. What was that? Five years ago now. Yeah. Probably close to it. Yeah. Something I like how like the, NFL, the NFL, moving the NFL will come back from a commercial break, show a kickoff that we know is going in the first row of the stands <laughs> and then go right back to a commercial break. Well, I've so since they oh, implemented well, that, rule, <laughs> since they implemented that rule, I've always thought that it would be really neat to if you're gonna move it up so that you've got you know very very few kickoff returns, you implement something to make it worthwhile. If the kicker who's doing the kickoff can kick it through the uprights, they get an extra point. I could see them. I could see them trying out eliminating kickoffs, and just the offense starts at the 20, 25 yard line. I could see them eliminating extra points, eliminating kickers altogether. I can see them trying that. Just having <laughs> too many off- soccer players out there playing. The football. offensive, the offensive team starts at the twenty-five yard line, and you have to go for two. I don't like that, Clint. No, I'm not saying I agree with it, but I could see them do it because I know that's been a topic uh, for the NFL the last, I would say, five years about just eliminating kickoffs and for safety, and then eliminating extra points because it's more exciting to see the two-point conversion. I mean, but that was the reason they, they backed they the extra point up was because it was too easy of a kick. Like didn't they shorten the extra point or the uh, two point conversion from three to two yards recently? Is, is that what they did? I thought they just started as the normal yard line. They've always started it. 
it's always been the three, but I thought that they had implemented that they were starting they were if you're going for two, it was at the two yard line instead of the three. Maybe, maybe so. I don't I don't know. I, I don't like know. how arena football is like the opposite. Hey, let's kick this ball into a net and let the let the return man turn around and catch the ball and have his back to eleven guys they, running they also, down the field. Hey, you also, know what? Let's put him in a box and have a <laughs> wall where he can just get slammed up against. I was gonna say they also let them hit people into walls. So, well, guys, that brings us to the end of our episode. Thank you again for listening to the Walk On Water Boys. Uh, we will be back again next week with another list of topics that you really don't care about, but we're bored and we want something to talk about. So uh, for myself, Clint and Austin, hope you have a great day or night, depending on when you're listening to us and we'll see you next week. Walk on water boys podcast is presented by the Palmetto amateur gaming association. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, and follow us on Twitter at Walk On Water Boys. We need a, a water bottle squirting sound at the end of a squirt. <laughs>